WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at the North Carolina Wine Festival. It really hasn't opened up yet. Uh, we're kind of getting a preview. People are setting up, actually. I haven't seen any wine yet. Anybody seen any wine? It's around here. They haven't busted the bottles out yet. But it's, uh, somebody said it was sold out. I don't know. Is it really sold out? Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, well, I've seen some whiners. You saw some whiners? Yeah. Well, you can find whiners everywhere you go. We, well, they, come on in. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll fix you up. You won't have to whine anymore. We'll give you a couple of sips. If we start slurring our words out here, you'll know, <laughs> you'll, you'll realize where we are. No, we haven't seen any wine yet, actually. As no, I said. We'll, we'll leave that to my wife, Linda. Now, she does like her wine. Uh, her. I remember asking my doctor years ago, uh, if if I should be drinking uh, a little, I said I don't like it particularly always because uh, I, I just alcohol doesn't uh, agree with me. But uh, some of the wines I, I I like the taste of, and I he he said, well, you can have a glass a day if you'd like, but he says it's not going to do you any good, and if you have more than that, it's going to hurt you. So <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what uh, I've I've been going by. So you know just. Be easy. <laughs> kind of yeah, like do, do like I do. Moderation and excess. Moderation and excess is the way to go. Come out and enjoy yourself. Just don't drink the whole bottle in one sitting. Just just be easy like Billy out at the State Farmers Market. Billy is with us. Hey Billy Billy. Hey Billy? What's going on? Oh, I'm out here sitting in the parking lot watching um, cars go by this morning. Is that is that what you're doing this morning? But there, that is what I'm doing this morning. Let me let me ask you, uh, and I'm not sure if y'all even know at this point. Y'all have had uh, the the entrance worked on, paved, and all of that. You're getting that. I don't know what all y'all are doing out there. I don't know if it involves some other infrastructure. But how much longer is this going to be for all the folks who who do come out there? Um, I don't have a definite uh, date on when it's going to be finished, but I know we are near need. Good. Okay. Well, there there are a couple of ways you can get in there right off of Lake Wheeler Road with that, that auxiliary entrance. What Does that have a name? Well, it's at the uh, end of Maywood Drive. So if you yeah. get in off of Saunders on Maywood, you drive straight into our driveway. 
Well, it should be. Hey, Billy, I got a good suggestion. For I that. do too. That should be uh, the Edmonston Thruway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got my tomato. I've got my got hot, a hot dog. dog. We'll have to work on that too. How about that road there? Let, let's talk to the commissioner about that. And then there's a. That's right. We should. And then there's Centennial, uh, right off Centennial Parkway. You can go through where uh, the truckers go through, past the booth and everything. You toot your horn when you go past the past the booth there and say hey. And that is Agriculture Street. Yeah, Agriculture Street. Okay. You got that, uh, Gerald? That's right across the street from you. So you know. I think Gerald knows how to get in there. I think he does. He could walk in if he could get through all the kudzu. On the other side. Yeah, by the way, you got girl, that kudzu when, when trap. You gonna go back out and sell some of your beautiful lamps. A uh, couple of weeks, uh, the craft fair's out there. I think November 10, 11, 12, and I'll be back out then. Yeah. You, you gonna let him in, Billy? Well, he th- does such a pretty job. I'll probably get hit if I don't let him in. Yeah, I mean, he he does do it upright. It's colorful. We're getting toward the Christmas season. Well, and- I have one of the original. Me too. That, that he gave me years ago when you were over at the mansion, and uh, it's quite a quite a object of curiosity for people. And that's the only way we get lit by light, wine bottles is uh, lighting his, because <laughs> they're a lot. They're describe them, Gerald. Uh, well, I is a I paint various pictures on them, and it's a special paint that when it cures is supposed to look like stained glass, and when you put lights in the bottles, it, it actually does, so it's one of those things where my big mouth got me in trouble oh, probably 17, 18 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife had and her mother had bought a bunch of them. Uh, I, I never found out who. All I know is from a art, high school art class and use that type of paint right. on bottles to raise money to go on field trips. Yeah. And when I asked my <clears throat> wife what she paid for them, I did the old Fred Sanford fell all out, you know, like I was having a heart attack. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. uh, it uh, perturbed her, and she said, well, if you're so thrifty, why don't you paint some yourself? And one thing led to another, and that's how it all got started. Sorry, do you uh, do, you do uh, paintings, uh, oil paintings or anything like that? Is it del- no. This you is, don't delve into that. This either. is the extent of that. This all I do to get this done. Where do you get your inspiration? Just well, it started out. I've had people ask me for things. So you know, I started out. I did a thing that's like grapes, uh, and then I went and I do a cardinal on a little dogwood branch, and then I had people say, "Well, can you do a lighthouse?" So I did a lighthouse, and I do uh, daffodil flowers, poppy flowers, and somebody asked me, "Well, can you do a snowman?" So it takes me three or four or five tries to get one that my wife will give the thumbs up to and when that happens I put them out and people say well I really like that can you do it in another color so now I've got about all that I can display so I don't really do a lot more new things now because I don't have anywhere to put them uh, because I, I do so many different things in so many different colors yeah how about that Rufus do you do anything artistic I don't think I've ever asked you that I'm well, I, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so, except I, I like to try to do floral arrangements. And, and, and the best thing i found is just get a big bunch of them in your hand and let them drop into the pot and let them fall naturally. And that is a, a nice floral arrangement. That's not, I've, I've noticed that at your house, right up against the house, you have a lot of 
of uh, containers, but you don't really see the containers. They're camouflaged, and, and it's like you have all of this stuff growing out of the ground. Yeah, I, I stack them, Yeah, and it looks like you've got impatience growing four feet tall. That's beautiful. And, really is. Uh, That's a great idea. I think really I'm not much of an artist. I'm more of a colorist. I'm good at putting colors together. My drawings, you know, mediocre at best. But well, that's important, I, though. That to, I think for all the years of doing flower beds and things like that, yeah. I'm pretty good at putting colors together. And that well, any that, gardener, uh, little little Rufus is. <laughs> is, is if is, if you're just uh, joining us, logistic, uh, Billy. Uh, being a a gardener, you've got to learn how to place things. Except don't do like I do. Find a square foot empty and stick a. Uh, 20-foot plant in it. <laughs> Bill, uh, if you're just joining us, we had the Super Kids meal the other night, the, the banquet uh, for the scholarship Earth. program. Yeah. I, I was walking, uh, when I was walking into Pam's restaurant, there was a gentleman standing there. He says, here comes little Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> I spend so much time time with Rufus that I am... I am Little Rufus, and what a what a great compliment! That's I look for Monica. I wonder. I, I did. Did you see Monica, Mike? I, Monica was probably at the farmers market. I imagine right. she spends most of her time there. Yeah, she so, was. She was yeah. aiming to come. Yeah. Well, and uh, probably got real busy, and I can see. She's why. always. Yeah, she's always busy. Billy, uh, speaking of busy, uh, I expect y'all going to have a pretty busy day today. What What do you got under the farmer's shed today? Well, um, talking about busy right now, we're not real busy. There's not a whole lot of cars in the parking lot. They're, they're wow. coming in slow this morning. Um, but, of course, when you get here, we have the tent, and we have cut flyers and cooking people and German bakers under the tent. Maybe a couple more vendors are down there now. And then you move up to the farmer's building. We have apples and grapes and uh, a lot of green. Uh Cauliflower, uh, all kinds of peppers. I was looking at all the peppers uh, that they had hot all the way down the mile. <clears throat> you know, somebody, uh, the, the morning show folks at, at uh, WPTF the other morning, and, and the Harrison over here was, was part of that, uh, ate some ghost peppers. Straight, straight. Now, Harrison, Harrison is our... Um, tech and, and uh, producer out here. Uh, please, please describe what uh, the sensation was and, and uh, any aftermath. Uh, you were not hospitalized, I assume. No, no, I wasn't hospitalized and neither was Rob. Um, I will say my dad grew them himself. He grew those habaneros and demon drop peppers over the past few months. They turned out really well. Um, but it was incredibly painful, as yeah. you could imagine. I think what really did it, though, now you said you got sick afterwards, and I think that was probably from chasing those peppers with, with milk, chocolate milk, and brownies. It was fudge, not brownies. Funnage. Fudge. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I did not participate in that particular roundtable uh, discussion, because there was not a discussion. Uh, there was not a lot of discussion going on. There was wheezing and... and Sounds of pain and torture. <laughs> I mean, it was perfect for Halloween. It only hurt for about an hour, 
you can only like feel it burning for about an hour, and then the was cramping. that in your throat or nose or everywhere? Uh, everywhere, okay. Um, and then you start cramping up because right. your stomach's trying to digest it, and it doesn't like it. Yeah, Billy, did you uh, do you like hot peppers? No, I was wondering when Harrison was out here. He came to our uh, pumpkin contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, and toured the peppers that we have down in the Farmers Field. Uh huh. Uh, well, I think he was just looking for agricultural reasons and, and not uh, as a connoisseur. Yeah, it sounded like they kind of whooped up on him. I heard him talking on the radio the other morning about it. Well, Rufus, uh, you, you uh, have not I had the same experience. I wondered, uh, Harrison looked a little funny to me this morning. I, yeah. Uh, now, I, I, I've been looking, Billy, for... Uh, I use habaneros for my brother-in-law's hot sauce. Uh, also, uh, he he favors the Tabasco peppers, and I did not find any out there this time. And I'm wondering why, out of that one place I saw, there must have been 50 different kind of peppers, and I couldn't find uh, what I just mentioned. Uh, Tabasco uh, peppers. Tabasco peppers. I, I I couldn't find them. I wonder, wonder if they're scarce. I don't know. I don't know. There'll be something for me to ask the Moors, because Moors has the most peppers out here. Now, my my brother-in-law, who's the the lawyer at the Industrial Commission, says that you just can't make sauce with that uh, Carolina Reaper. Too hot. It's just just too hot. People just can't take it. Even with the candy that I brought y'all? Oh, the candy. I I, I hit the ground on that one. Gerald, do you uh, do you like hot peppers? Jalapenos, about hot as I like. So okay. I grow to super hot, but I'm I'm not a connoisseur. Yeah, I brought some uh, Asheville candy uh, in in Asheville. Obviously, it has uh, has some very nice, well, beautiful candy. It has skull and crossbones on it, painted on there, and uh, they're tiny. But I brought some to Nelsa and. And Rufus, you know, two or three years ago. and uh, uh, Big Rufus, sorry. Big Rufus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little Rufus is not in in. I, I still vibe. tell people when I'm selling the plants, Carolina Reaper, Ghost Pepper, Trinidad Scorpion, Maruga, I said, have you grown and tasted this before? Because it's too hot to consume. You can hurt yourself. Yeah. Be careful. Right. So, uh, Billy, what else you got out there? You got plenty of apples and all the stuff, I bet. What do you do? Uh, and we have mugs and pumpkins, uh, a lot of different colors, beautiful mugs. And we also have our uh, plants for the yards and plants for inside the house. Uh, and for the past couple of weeks, we had on Thursdays, we had a baby cow out here, and they've been taking pictures with it. And this coming Thursday, they're going to have uh, that baby hosting back out here. And... Uh, it will also be here, I believe, during the craft fair. So you bring your babies out here, and maybe bring Rufus with you, big and little Rufus, get your family pictures taken with the cow. So uh, the the mama is not out there? No, no, just just the baby cow. This okay. being bottle feeding. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Who's in, who's in charge of that? Oh, the farmer? Okay. The farmer. All right. Well, that sounds like that's very cool. I'll well, have to come I out and see. You can still get some tomatoes. You can still get are, tomatoes. Oh my 
that still are still fruit. still feel grown. I we're we're not into the hot house yet, right? Not yet. Not yet. We still have still grown tomatoes. Uh, plenty of carrots. Uh, and honey. I, I was down there looking at the honey. Had the different shapes, different colors. Ones with honeycombs in them without it. And it's just amazing to me. Uh, all the different types of honey that, that is yeah. raised, you know, processed here in North Carolina. Amazing. Now, to me, it's hard to beat sourwood because that, that, that's up close to your way. That's my way. Yeah. We we don't have a lot of sourwood trees in in the Triangle area, do we? No, they don't. They don't really like our heat and humidity. They do a lot better, at, not necessarily at elevation, but you kind of got to get past Whips of Salem, yeah, right. up towards. They do a lot better there, and a lot of beekeepers do their bees here for the spring. Then in the summertime, they take them somewhere out west to the mountains because That's the right. sourwood tree blooms late. It's a late <coughs> summer. Bloomers, so they that's how they do the sourwood honey. Yeah, and we do have sourwood honey here in the farmer's building as well as in market shops. Um, and that's good part because you know, uh, some of our apples come from out uh, further west in the state, and we get honey from out that way as well. Yeah, now Wilkes County is good for sourwood. You talked about not being right in the mountains, uh, Wilkes County is a good place that people uh, summer, summer there. It's like we used to take the cattle over to a place that we call summering our cattle at, at a, a pasture and they summer their bees in, in Wilkes County. Oh, I didn't know you summered your bees. Well, you, that's how they do the sourwood honey. Oh, okay. Yeah. North Wilkesboro, and a guy that used to work with me when I was at the governor's mansion, his whole place is up around North Wilkesboro and he keeps hives up there just to for yeah. sourwood. And it can be how it blooms varies a lot from one year to the next. So you hear them, oh, yes, a good sourwood year, or you see them when they're face down, not a good sourwood year. Speaking of North Wilkesboro, Rufus, did they hire you as a lobbyist to make sure that they were not bypassed on 421? <laughs> well, they, they had a, they they're had a, brilliant. They had a free one. They had a, a free lobbyist on that because we want to keep it there, especially with the racetrack back open now. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> How about that? Well, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Wilkesboro, it's expanding. It's getting getting bigger and bigger. And uh, 421 is it's a beautiful highway, it really is. And gosh, I'm sure they're I'm sure the trees are still spectacular <coughs> this weekend up there. If you're if you're lucky enough to be able to go up there, it's beautiful here too. You, that's a Carolina blue sky there, Rufus yeah, uh, and and, and Gerald. Since y'all are both yeah, alums, that's about as good as you can get in that beautiful yellow. Uh, tree over there. I don't know what that is, but it's got a beautiful yellow tint to it. And the maple I'm looking right in front of us there is turning. Yeah. And, and that what is that evergreen right there, Gerald? Is that I a ball cypress? I, I think so because some of it started. Yeah, it looks like if you look at the bottom of it uh, too. I think it's I think it's some type of I guess it's a ball cypress. It may be a hybrid variety or something but it sure does yeah, it sure healthy. does look like yeah now the uh some of them they have redder bark than that real flaky bark but uh i don't know that's uh it's a pretty tree at any rate last year i think they were spectacular they have kind of a rusty 
color leaf, but they I think they had a little more color to them. They were less rusty, a little little orangier maybe. So uh, yeah, it's fascinating. Uh, and I I wrote an article about it. I was I really I've always been fascinated with with the tree colors. I love fall. And uh, so yeah, that was a great article. I pick up your enjoyed that. You pick up your article and Rufus. Um, uh, there's so many things about uh, your dogs and, and your mama, and everybody likes to reminisce, and you do it well. Well, Gerald wrote a good one on growing up on the farm. Yes, sir. I, I was getting ready to say that uh, that <clears throat> that's a really good article, Gerald. And it uh, I know there were times you wish you were not on that farm, but. <laughs> the, then especially. Yeah, then, then especially, yeah, yeah. All those uh, hot summers in the tobacco field. Now, uh, except for other than tobacco, what what else did y- did y'all grow there? We grew soybeans. Um, we didn't ever grow much wheat or rye. There yeah. was a span of seven or eight years where we did have black Angus cows, and we grew millet and some other things for right. them. But we was primarily tobacco and soybeans. It, uh, Billy, did you grow up on a tobacco farm? I did not. My cousins did, and I spent a lot of weekends at their house. There you go. That was good money back then, working uh tobacco field. <laughs> Billy? He ever Billy was so tortured that he didn't want to. <laughs> he didn't want to reflect on that. It was no, He was he, blacking out. He hadn't got that tobacco gum off his hand yet. That's right. Uh, so uh, you got plenty of plants out there today, I'm sure, and uh, the market shops is filled to the brim. Man, I tell you now, you get close to the field, you smell that, them cinnamon rolls and apple If you come in on the other end, you smell the coffee. And then yep. if Three, you two, one. Grill, you smell all that good food that they're cooking in the grill between hamburgers. And I love the smell of it. I, I just love Rufus it. I Dog all the way. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. You can find all kinds of stuff out there. Probably some Halloween things inside the market shop, too. Oh, they're, they're, if you're getting ready for that. Candy. Candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was sitting here looking at all the different types of big butters and all other types of stuff they have. Soup put on yeah, the jellies and jams. Jams, and Lord have mercy. And the Farmer's Market Restaurant and the Seafood Restaurant. If you didn't need yeah. uh, to eat more, and we do. Either yeah. place. You better Either place, out. yeah. Either yeah, you, place better, like you better be serious about eating. It you want to go there. You start yeah, with don't, a, don't eat that whole biscuit. At, at first, drink, eat it slowly. Yeah, eat it, it slowly. It, eat that whole biscuit. You you're going to be almost filled up. Yeah, and if you get you put some um, some um, honey oh, or I guess on molasses. Yeah. You, then uh, yeah, that will fill you up. And uh, super sods out there. They uh, if you haven't gotten your lawn in, uh, it'll be quicker <laughs> if you get some sod. I'll tell you that. And they have uh, several varieties. I think yeah. right, right, Gerald. Oh yeah. So. Uh, well, got I, I recommended Super Sod to one of our listeners, former representative Dwayne Hall. I'm sure you absolutely. Know him I saw I saw Dwayne the other night. Yeah, and Dwayne uh, picked up a a big a yellow bag and drove around my driveway and said, "Look what I just picked up." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big yellow bag. You got to be serious about distributing malts, and so. Uh, but I think they have smaller bags too. But a great place, Super Sod. The whole farmers market is. Go out there uh, all weekend, seven days a week, right, Billy? 
Yes, sir. We'll be right here. All right. You have a great day, my friend. All right. Y'all come see us. All right. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from the North Carolina Wine Festival at Cocoa Booth Amphitheater. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're, uh, we're here at Cocoa Booth Amphitheater for the North Carolina Wine Festival. Opens up actually at noon today, so uh, we may be just a, a happy thought uh, from listening to the show this morning. You, you may miss us. I didn't realize it, was, it started that late, uh, but uh, that makes sense. You don't start drinking wine until, until noon. You know, with a little lunch, and I'm sure there are food vendors out here, uh, people selling all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So uh, I mean, they're doing it upright as usual. I know Food Line is uh, one of the sponsors. There are several, several sp- sponsors, uh, including Curtis Media, and uh, we are heavily invested here with some of our radio stations. And those uh, those people have not <coughs> arisen yet. Yet. <laughs> Oh, hard night, hard night for uh, BBB. Mike, can I, may I do my public service announcement again about the You may, the you may, for the, the reverend. Uh, the reverend pastor. Then we'll Jeff, talk to Paul. Jeffrey Robinson of Panther Branch uh, is starting a, a garden to teach young people how to work in the garden and work with the soil and to put food on the table. So if you're anywhere near that area, and we've looked it up, and we believe that it's outside of uh, Garner, don't we? Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's the Rosenwall School. And if you'll just contact the Rosenwall School and ask for Pastor Jeffrey Robinson, then he can put you to work. And so we hope you'll do that, because anytime you can get a kid to work in the soil, <clears throat> you're going to do a good thing. So go to it. That's nice. You know, my, my uncle Eugene used to ask me if he was at the house and I was getting ready to go out. He said, you going to cross the branch tonight? Going on a yeah. date? That was his way of saying going on a date. <laughs> yeah, uh, uncle Eugene, I had two Uncle Eugenes on the same side of the family. They were married to to uh, two aunts, uh, my mother's older sisters. Uh, but both well, of them did the aunts two. have the same name, Bertha? And, no, but they, uh, the, the Uncle Eugenes both smoked uh, cigars oh. all the time okay inside outside <clears throat> in the bathtub oh, Lord. <laughs> i reckon oh my i don't know for sure about well, that, that i've run out of the house uh, I, yeah, I linda doesn't allow you no, close she to won't allow me to smoke in the house at all in the garage but the garage is fine and i miss old jasper because every time i got up to go out and smoke a cigar jasper would get to go with me he didn't smoke i miss him I know you do. I, I think he. I think he tried a couple times. Well, yeah. we're going to be going to the SPCA before long. Yeah, get you a, get you an older dog, one yep, that's broken dog. in. Yeah, knows knows the uh, knows their job. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, rescue is nice, especially the older dogs. All right, uh, we uh, Gerald, did you have anything you needed to plug, like your website? Uh, that's Gerald and Henry's Plants at gmail.com is how you can email me or it's Gerald and Henry's Plants dot com and I keep a list on there of what I grow every year and it gives a pretty good description. I will start as soon as I get through craft season, which is November, uh, the first of December working on next year's grow list. So if you're looking mm-hmm. something 
Well, you're expanding too. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's eggplants and all kinds of well, stuff. I had 45 varieties of eggplant this past year. Mm -hmm. 60 some varieties of pepper. 150 some varieties of tomatoes. I'm putting up another greenhouse as we speak. Literally, got people working on it right this second. Uh, and I, if you, you know, for somewhere, somewhere else in the United States, and uh, this was the tomato your grandmama grew or something. Uh, shoot me an email and there's a good chance I may already have the seed or can get the seed. I'm always looking to try things that are new to me. I don't, I've probably got 750 varieties of tomato seeds. So I change some each year, 25 or 30 or so, but greenhouse spacing wise, about 150, 60 looks to be about the max on what I can provide and display wow. at the market each year. Now when you say peppers, uh, there are they the bell peppers, I the grow, sweet peppers, I, uh, you name hot a, peppers too? You name a pepper and I grow it. Carolina reapers I grow, every kind of habanero. Is that the hot, hottest or Car is there something Car that's... Carolina a reapers the hottest. Now the guy that did that out of South Carolina claims he's got this pepper X now that's twice as hot. But he says the seed are not available. He's not selling the seed. Well, I've heard. Thank goodness. I've heard that he has to cross it every year to get the pepper that hot. That the seed out of the pepper are not coming. So we will see. But he's he's a little flimsy. Uh, his reason why he's not selling the seed yet, and I think it's because he has to do the crossing. So from the Carolina Reaper to the X pepper, we move from second to third degree burns. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and even the ghost pepper and Trinidad Scorpion Maruga, they're so hot. I mean, it's pill paint yeah. right off a car. I, I know. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. You know, yeah. some enhancement, pepper enhancement, uh, good, but... But when you get down to, uh, like, the Scotch Bonnet Habanero, that's a very popular pepper, the Caribbean Red. Uh -huh. There's a lot of people that habanero peppers, and that's a little hotter than I like, but that's, yeah. say, manageable might be a good word sure. for it. won't put you to drinking. Yeah, it's all very popular. But, uh, I, I salute you. Yeah, you that that, that is my, that. my brother-in-law's favorite, yeah. uh, the habanero. The judge. The judge. He's pretty stern after a night of eating peppers oh, when he goes to the courtroom, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He calls himself the hanging judge. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he is after a night of habaneros. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're at the North Carolina Wine Festival on just a glorious day. You know, it's going to get up to about 85 in Raleigh, believe it or not. But the humidity, it will not feel like summertime. It, uh, the humidity will be lower. So it will be uh, tolerable. As uh, my uncle Russell used to say, yeah, tolerable. Yeah, they say of home. How you feeling? Tolerable. Tolerable. Yeah, fair to Midland. That has well, to do well, with well, the, as well as common. That comes uh, uh, the uh, fair to Midland comes from the cotton market. Right. Yeah. And also, I found out that comes from uh, the pork part. That uh, uh, folks at home refer to that as the best part of a hog. As as of what? I don't know which part it was. But. <laughs> The that, fair to Midland? That, that Midland was the best part. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. We'll have to, anybody from the mountains, uh, let let us know about that. We'll By the way, Gerald, I was is. asked the other day, uh, they said, what is the minimum size of a container to grow a tomato? I said, now, as far as I'm concerned, you can't get them too big, but I, I said it. I like them at least 20. they got to stretch out. It, it depends on the plant. So for conventional tomato plants, sun gold, which is a very popular cherry, makes a giant plant. If it makes a plant six, eight foot tall, 
you, uh, 20 or 25 gallon is what you need to make it all the way through the summer and to now. Now, if you're growing some of the dwarf tomato project tomatoes, which is a compact plant that can get, but some of them three foot, three and a half, you can get by with a seven or ten gallon. What kind of yield from those? Just uh, all you can eat. You well, you know, the the cherry tomatoes, some of the smaller tomato varieties are still producing. Oh, yeah. Well, today. the smaller the fruit, generally speaking, the more tomatoes there will be on the plant. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, if you've got an appropriate size container, I hadn't grown anything in the ground in four or five years. I grow them all in containers. Yeah. And I, I think I think that Craig LaHoulier does the same thing. He he does some some uh, straw bale yeah. gardening yeah. too, but uh, he has found that it's uh, that it, you get the best yield from that and and less you, disease. You, dodging the disease is the reason, or yeah. dodging some of the potential diseases is the reason I do it. Uh, let's talk to Paul. Uh, Paul, I'm I'm sure. That, do you have any greenhouses? I know you're quite a gardener. Good morning, everybody. Hey. I hope y'all, it's, uh, boy, you're not kidding about today. It is just beautiful out. It, I mean, it's, uh, you can't get a bluer sky than that. So, uh, we... Yeah, it's pretty, pretty doggone nice. Yeah. I just wanted to say that, uh, that since you're at the Coca Booth Amphitheater, I had the privilege of uh, having many a lunch with Coca Booth. <laughs> oh, he's a, oh. he was a character. He really was. When, when he worked at fast and... Uh, Boy, if you walked into the cafe and you saw him sit down, or if he came in and sat down with you, man, it was a good day. He was yeah, one he kind special, of uh, special he, man. He kind of held court like Rufus does. You know, yeah, he's everybody a center wanted, of attention. Everybody wanted to gang up around Coca Booth. One of the, the kindest, uh, most uh, affable persons I've ever met. And he named um, he named a road after uh, Charlie Gaddy and one after Mario Dell here. Yeah, I was yeah. just over there the other uh, last weekend at the Fast Championship. So mm-hmm. he, uh, I noticed Mario Dell's name. I miss him too. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't around when Charlie Gaddy was there, so I don't know him. But uh, Mari, uh, Mari, and uh, Gaddy. Uh, t- uh, I mean, Charlie was was a giant at WPTF for ten years, but yeah. uh, when he went to TV, boy, I'll tell you, it, it uh, he he was really perfect for that median, and uh, he he is truly he he certainly is one of the best anchors, network or not, that uh, we you know this industry has ever produced, and Mari is certainly one of the best morning men, and uh, they're they're both uh, both hanging in there. Yeah, I, yeah well, I thought that Charlie Gaddy was a Walter Cronkite. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Of, of North Carolina. Yeah, he he could have done the CBS Evening News because he was just wow. he just had the polish and the know-how and the intelligence, uh, and he he was a real newsman. But he was, you know, he Walter Cronkite could not have done Ask Your Neighbor, but uh, <laughs> Charlie Gaddy could. Charlie, Charlie could also play records and all that. I don't, I, I don't picture Uncle Walter as, no. as doing that. Uh, it, it, Uncle Walter was hardcore news, but uh, both greats, big, big yeah. time. So, um, you guys, early, early on, you were talking a little bit about Renaissance therapy. Um, do we, do we, you guys know who the uh, biggest knight was at the roundtable? I didn't hear what you I, said. I didn't hear exactly what you said. Uh, I said, what? do you know who who the biggest knight was 
Oh, at the round table. No, the biggest, I mean, with heft or uh, yeah. the most notoriety or what? No, no, biggest, the biggest. Oh, no, I do mm-hmm. not. Circumference. <laughs> oh, circumference. Boy, we're, you know, he's, he's get delving into uh, this this uh, critical area that uh, uh, some of our other callers with these off-color, I mean, not not off-color, but... Uh, colorful. Colorful jokes. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad you like well, that's that. A good, that's a good try, circumference. I like that. All righty. Uh, well, you all have a great day. Well, so what are you planning? Um, you know what? Actually, I cut down two beautyberry bushes this morning. Uh, so I'm not really planting anything at the moment. Why did you cut down the beautyberry bushes? Because my wife told me to, Mike. Oh, okay, well, I'm not going to get in the middle of that. That's a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah. She what? They were just getting a little overgrown in, in her flower garden, and uh, they were kind of big, and she wanted them gone. So. Okay. What kind of garden does she have? Does she she uh, like flowers, flowers or? Yeah, a yeah. lot of flowers. Like the, that painting I showed you. All yes. The paintings that she did of flowers, they're all in our garden. So. Well, somebody, somebody that talented uh, as a painter, you, you've got to do exactly what they say. Yeah. That, that was so beautiful. Right. I, you showed us out at the farmer's market. Yeah. And a huge, and, huge uh, painting. So she, she has, the, uh, has one side of the house with the flowers, and I've got raised beds on the other side of the house. So. <laughs> Boy, demarcation lines. Well, That's, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. Is it that way in the house? It's like an old episode of I Love Lucy. We had a line going down the middle of the house, uh, the apartment. <laughs> no. Okay. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> well, I'll. Um, anyway. We always enjoy talking to you, Paul. Thank you very much. You betcha. I always enjoy talking to y'all too. Have a great day. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. And uh, I believe we have. Uh, let's see. What time is it? Nine fifty. Uh, Abe is with us, and I believe I, oh, that's I, the judge, I, I, I believe Judge uh, Abe Jones is with us. Judge, how are you, Representative Abe Jones? I'm I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? Well, I, you know, we couldn't be much better because it's, we're we're sitting out uh, under the sunlight in a Carolina blue sky. It's not Harvard red, but it's, uh, it's <laughs> Carolina Carolina it's Carolina blue today, Judge. I, 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 I got you covered. I'm going out to the state. Clemson game. I root, I'm a big NC State fan, and uh, hoping we can beat Clemson today. I'm going out. All there. right, I, I won't mention the Carolina Blue again. I then. hope so. I <laughs> hope we can beat them. By the way, Abe, thank you so much for coming Thursday night. You added to it, and I hope you enjoyed yourself. I had a great time. It was a wonderful crowd. I saw some of my old buddies like Harry Knight and others, and. Uh, you know, it was just a good gathering group. It really was. And I, yeah. And I, and I appreciate getting your book and you autographing it for me. Yeah. So I'm going to put that on my shelf with my other good books. So uh, thank you. And It is a good uh, one. Just, yeah. And I, I listen to you guys about every Saturday when I'm taking a walk. Uh, I don't call in much because I'm not much of a gardener. In the way. My daddy worked the heck out of me in his vegetable garden. He had seven kids, and the garden was an acre get the drift there. <laughs> oh. he, 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 he worked he worked the heck out of us and so so i uh i you know i can garden if i have to but i uh i, I like looking at pretty flowers and stuff but uh 
But I, 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 I'm going to leave that vegetable garden to somebody else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Amy, he's like my daddy. My daddy grew a huge garden to give it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great way to, to look at it, you know, uh, Judge. I, I um, one one of my favorite people, uh, the late uh, Sheriff Baker, listened oh, to the yeah. show every Saturday morning. He and his wife, he he didn't know anything about gardening, didn't care about it, didn't have time for it, but he said it it relaxed him <laughs> to listen. <laughs> yeah, well, it relaxes me to hit listen to, and yeah, it's always a lot of fun, and uh, and uh, I, I so I'm listening and. Listening in just about every Saturday, but uh, I thought I'd call in this uh, and say hi to everybody. Since I just seen Roof uh, the other night, so uh, y'all, well, y'all carry on and Roof the state. <laughs> all right. Well, well I don't you. have any trouble doing that, but uh, Roof, well, sure. I'm I'm off of state except one one time of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I that. got you. Yeah, I understand that, Roof. All right. Yep. Well, take care now. Take Thanks. take care, Judge. Uh, we we appreciate you calling so much. Yes, sir. Thanks. Bye. He's a, he's, a, he's a great uh, is a nice fan man. Of, the, of the Super Kids. Yeah. And participated the other night. I've forgotten he bought something, but uh, besides a book, I've forgotten what else it was. But this is a bipartisan show. It certainly we, is. We got, uh, we got uh, some, some great uh, politicians, just great people of all faiths and uh, political parties. Yeah. And we're we're glad, glad all are welcome, except for the crazy people. We want we don't. We got enough crazy people on the panel here with me that uh, well, I'm a little crazy. Yeah, You'd have to be to be in this like business, that, little Rufus. <laughs> 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 I'll never live it down. No, you'll never. Live I that am. Down. I am. I am proud. I am proud. That, that was uh, whoever whoever named me that. I, pr- I appreciate it. That's a nice thing. So yeah, if you look at my Facebook page, we. Uh, Rufus is is there. Uh, I, I sometimes I don't do it every week, but uh, if we're on the road, I try to do a little promotion for the for, on the uh, the weekend gardener Facebook page and my personal Facebook page for the show. And Rufus is quite often uh, the center of attention. And I, I think I think this one worked uh, worked well and, and threw in threw in some. I like it. He's the good-looking guy in the middle of the picture. I don't he's like he's very uh, solemn-looking, and he looks like he expects to be voted in whatever whatever uh, uh, Senator Baker and Now, that was Senator. 51 years ago, my friend. Uh, what I said the, was... The young Rufus Sr. There's a photo uh, in the uh, Senate... What is this chamber? What is Senate it? caucus room. Senate caucus room. All those in favor of visiting with Rufus at the Wine Festival, the Coca Booth Amphitheater in Cary on Saturday, signify by raising your hand. The ayes have it. The gentleman from Watauga County is recognized for three hours. Join us for the WPTF weekend, so forth and so forth. And you know that that uh, particular picture was when they voted to issue a subpoena to President Nixon. With that, and Rufus is sitting very solemnly. In between, I think you had a rolling chair, didn't you? I, I did. Sitting, uh, sitting in between uh, Senator Irvin and Senator Baker, who are both raising their hands. Right. So they they are, are all in favor of visiting with you too. <laughs> that, that was a very significant that, vote that day. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of fun. I, I laugh every time I see that picture and think about think about it. If I do say so myself, <laughs> I finally said something funny.
919-860-9783. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener at uh, the North Carolina Wine Festival. And uh, we, we've really talked about tomatoes this morning. It's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, we've talked about that more than we have pansies. Uh, for instance, uh, a good time, probably a good day to plant pansies. I don't know, would they be too warm if you put them out today? Not today. It's cooling off at night, but you need to water them well. Uh, you plant them, but no, not too hot. Now, they, they're kind of particular, aren't they? I mean, you, they like good draining soil. Uh, really raising up a bed to put them in is key. Uh, you know, it's a very shallow root system. Uh, and you're getting towards the latter part of the season to plant them. I might would put a smidgen closer together, maybe eight or nine inches, if you're wanting to cover the entire ground. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's put them in the ground. It's time to go. Yeah. Well, I, in the I, dead I, and winter they'll look like they're dead, but they're just now getting ready to do a little spring uh, bounce for you. I know. Now, at some point, I I, I know that blood meal is involved that's when you plant them when you plant them blood meal is essentially a slow release nitrogen help them uh, put on growth and also squirrels tend to find it offensive so the blood meal may keep the squirrels from getting there and flip them upside down now jasper liked it didn't he, he like well, now meal. let me tell you what if you got a dog <laughs> don't put blood meal anywhere they can sniff it because they'll dig it up they they love that blood meal all right. And uh, also, I've noticed you were talking about drainage. I've noticed that a lot of the commercial beds really are built up. Oh, yeah. You know, you, take note of that. You, you've got to build them up because if, if we have wetter than normal winters and you don't have those pansies. And we up, may this year. You're going to drown them. Uh, I mean, and they just will not do well. Uh, it's so shallow of a root system. And if that root system stays wet, uh, easier for them to get crowd rot. And it's just a not not a happy camper. Now, how do we we uh, prune the deadhead? There's a proper way to deadhead. Well, you, you get all the stem. A lot of people don't realize that they just come under the stem and clip the boom. It boom. It'll still try to make a seed head from that, and that's the whole reason that you are clipping the bloom and all of the stem out is you don't want to waste all that energy it takes for it to make seed pods. You want it to put in developing more blooms for you. Yeah. Well, they uh, they certainly are something that we all look the mums and the pansies. We all look forward to uh, this time of year. They add to. And the I, I like to throw in some snaps. Snapdragons are a yep. little more reliable, I think. But uh, they, they'll they'll continue to bloom a little bit longer in, into the summer months. And sometimes they uh, they hybridize and and um, and you know they they become perennial. Perennialize, rather. What you have to be careful with snaps is uh, they're not as cold sensitive. So don't put all your eggs in that basket because if we have some 15, 17, 18 degree weather, it can kill them where that didn't normally kill well, them. Like, like we did at Christmas. Yeah. That just came out of nowhere. So we might, who knows, we might get some of that this year. But I, I, think, I think we're going to get a lot of precipitation since the El Nino is affecting us at least that's what i hear more of the weekend gardener coming up from the north carolina wine festival on the wptf weekend gardener